one. Here we will try to learn about what is homeostasis. The learning objectives of this class would be to define homeostasis, name the scientist who gave the concept of milieu interior and the scientist who coined the term homeostasis, explain the feedback mechanism of homeostatic regulation, give the examples of homeostatic regulations, understand the dysfunctions are mainly due to failure of homeostatic regulations. Homeostasis is defined as maintenance of constancy of internal environment of our body. In the 19th century, Claude Bernard, a French physiologist, was first introduced the concept of milieu interior, which means the internal environment of the body. The observation made by Claude Bernard were, he noted that the volume and the composition of the body fluid, uh, which are maintained uh, constantly, independent of the changes in the environment in which animal uh, lives. He observed that the fluid in the body as an internal environment to differentiate it from external environment of the body. He suggested that ability to regulate internal environment is the major reason for humans and animals to live a normal life despite uh, changes and challenges imposed on them by the external environment. He distinguished the difference between intracellular and extracellular fluid and proposed extracellular fluid as an internal environment of the body. In 1929, American physiologist Walter Cannon coined the term homeostasis. Homeos means like and stasis means standing still to describe the phenomena of constant constancy of internal environment. Homeostatic mechanisms. Homeostasis is the stability of the internal environment of the body. It is not only the equilibrium of the internal environment but also the balance of composition and components of the environment and the physiological variables that influence environment. Abnormal deviation from these homeostatic processes leads to bodily dysfunctions. Feedback systems of the homeostatic regulations. Homeostatic regulation is mainly achieved through the feedback mechanisms that operate to state guard a set of point already uh, to safeguard a set point already set for the physiological variable. There are two types of uh, feedback regulations, negative feedback and positive feedback. So these are the some of the uh, major uh, electrolytes and body parameters uh, which shows the normal range. They have to be uh, maintained in a narrow range for example for sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium, phosphate, chloride and bicarbonates. And also these are the some of the parameters which has to be maintained in a normal range uh, by our uh, the internal environment. So those are plasma pH, uh, body temperature, carbon dioxide levels of the venous blood and uh, the blood glucose. Those are some of the examples. Negative feedback mechanism. The negative feedback mechanism is a usual mechanism of homeostatic regulation. When the variable is raised above the set point, the negative feedback mechanism triggers processes that inhibit the formation of the variable. When the variable is lowered below the set point, the negative feedback system withdraws the inhibition to allow the production of the variable. So this is uh, feedback mechanism of homeostatic regulation. Uh, the stu any stimuli or stress when it leads to disturbance uh, in the body environment 
so there will be change in some of the variables so that activates the feedback mechanism okay and by effect or response so there can be inhibition or stimulation of the variable so that helps in the return to uh, the norm homeostasis or failure of this can lead to dysfunction of the organ or the body components of negative feedback mechanism negative feedback control requires sensor that detects a change in the variable a control center that receives input from the sensor and initiates command signal and the effector that brings the responses according to the command signal directed from the control center so this is showing a, a components so when there is a disruption in the homeostasis so that will be detected by a sensor uh, and uh, the signals go to the control center where there will be generation of the output signal so that leads to uh, the effect i mean which uh, can be in a response okay and that will help in return to the homeostasis but meanwhile uh, the some of the responses uh, they will uh, send signals to the control center to control the controller activity and uh, they in turn can inhibit uh, the sensor system by negative feedback mechanism so this is a negative flu uh, feedback loop stimulus sensor control and the effector okay so effector in turn can regulate the control activity uh, the sensor activity or the stimulus activity for example when body temperature increases uh, the temperature detected by the nerve cell in the skin and the brain so that affects the uh, temperature regulatory centers in the brain okay so sweat glands uh, decrease the body uh, temperature and uh, that will be reflected in the body temperature in turn they are going to i mean inhibit the you know they do not stimulate the nerve cell uh, in skin and brain to stimulate the uh, uh, thermoregulatory centers which are there in the brain okay so thus the negative feedback loop acts in homeostasis positive feedback mechanism in a positive feedback system increase in a variable triggers process that further increase the variable so this set of vicious cycle of activation of the process this this sets the vicious cycle of activation of the process therefore this control mechanism does not operate to provide homeostasis the positive feedback system known as a vicious cycle system that terminates only when stimulus applied to trigger is withdrawn or the process itself uh, is self terminated the examples of positive feedback regulation are uh, parturition reflex initiated by oxytocin when head of the matured fetus presses on the uterine cervix the cervical distension sends signals to release oxytocin which increases the excitability of the myometrium and causes uterine contraction so this wish and uh, this vicious cycle continues till the baby is delivered another example is lh surge so this is increased luteinizing secretion that leads to ovulation normally estrogen inhibits lh secretion but before ovulation estrogen provides positive feedback to lh secretion which results in lh surge and this is responsible for ovulation another example is hodgkin cycle the sodium influx 
that causes upstroke that is depolarization of nerve or muscle uh, action potential opening of few sets of sodium channel provides positive feedback for the opening of other sodium channels that is voltage gated sodium channels results in massive sodium influx causing depolarization okay so this is the example of a hodgkin cycle okay so so when there is a threshold depolarization there will be opening of the sodium channels so opening of the set of sodium channels activate other sodium channels so further sodium channels they open up there is a rapid rise in the membrane potential okay so that leads to depolarization and also activation of the digestive enzymes the activation of digestive enzymes pepsinogen and trypsinogen by pepsin and trypsin respectively and the enzyme cascade hypothesis of coagulation uh, where activation of one clotting factor which acts as an enzyme to activate the next clotting factor uh, in the coagulation cascade is also an example for positive feedback mechanism its importance the important examples of homeostatic regulation are control of ph osmolality water and electrolyte composition of body fluids regulation of solids in the uh, blood like blood sugar balance and body weight etc uh, another example is body temperature regulation the temperature of the body is maintained within a narrow range of 96 degree fahrenheit to 98.4 degree fahrenheit when temperature is above normal the body activates controlling mechanism to increase heat loss through cutaneous vasodilatation and sweating when hyperthermia develops the body responds to decreasing heat loss through vasoconstriction and by increasing heat production through shivering another example is blood pressure regulation when a normal systolic blood pressure uh, in adult kept constant between 100 mm of hg to 120 mm of hg and the diastolic pressure between 60 to 80 mm of hg so kidney plays an important role uh, in the homeostasis of many physiological variab variables such as regulation of the blood volume blood pressure the ph balance electrolyte composition of the body fluid osmolality of the body fluid compartments so there can be also intracellular homeostasis which is important to maintain a balance uh, intracellular volume and composition uh, as a intracellular component is a close contact with the extracellular component any change in extracellular fluid is immediately reflected in intracellular fluid finally primary objective homeostasis is to maintain cellular function that in turn promotes tissue organ or tissue or organ functions for example loss of water from the ecf which leads to dehydration activates the feedback homeostatic mechanisms of volume expansion but failure of mechanism to maintain the ecf volume leads to cellular dehydration and if severe uh, it can lead to death homeostasis is greatly affected by intracellular activities further ph homeostasis temperature homeostasis sodium homeostasis potassium homeostasis extra depend i mean etc uh, depend mainly on the intracellular enzyme activities and cell metabolism so this is in brief about the homeostasis and homeostatic mechanisms thank you